It's Monday, January 22nd, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. Microsoft's 365 add-on search, analyzing the shift from 14 to 61 in four years. Midnight Blizzard strikes again. Microsoft reveals an email breach by Russian hackers. Horizon IT fallout, over 700 wrongfully convicted due to Fujitsu software errors. And the Apple Vision Pro debuts. Mixed availability and repair cost concerns are starting to surface. This is the business of tech. With as many breaches and security concerns as I report in this show, it should be obvious that cybersecurity is not just about technology, but also the human expertise needed to interpret and respond to complex threats. Huntress is focused on elevating SMBs and MSPs around the world. Huntress has a suite of fully managed cybersecurity solutions powered by a 24 by 7 human-led SOC dedicated to continuous monitoring, expert investigation, and rapid response. And the proof is the execution. Huntress is the number one rated EDR for SMBs on G2. Want to know more about the platform? Visit Huntress.com slash MSP Radio to learn more. I often like to start the week off with market conditions. I'm going to mix it up this week because Directions on Microsoft has an interesting new analysis. From their latest study, Microsoft 365 customers are facing an increasing number of paid add-ons, with the count rising from 14 in December 2019 to 61 in December 2023. These add-ons include features, apps, and licenses that go beyond what's included in standard subscriptions. The cost of these add-ons can add up, and there may be additional expenses for evaluating, implementing, and managing the new tools. Some directions on Microsoft and analysts speculate that Microsoft may release a new high-end subscription tier, while others believe they'll continue to offer add-ons to maximize revenue per user. And both the register and runtime picked it up. Runtime highlighted speculation about a premium E7 bundle and the challenges of breaking up a bundle. The register highlighted that the cost of add-ons on top of base subscriptions has grown more than four times in the last four years, with 61 add-ons identified by the end of 2023. These additional costs, along with the high prices of E3 and E5 subscriptions, are raising concerns about the value and affordability of Microsoft 365 for customers. Why do we care? I want to focus on the value of bundling. Bundling products or services creates a perception of increased value for customers by offering multiple products or services together at a price perceived to be lower than the sum of individual purchases, customers feel they're getting a better deal. But there's a cyclical nature to bundling and unbundling. Initially, companies offer bundled products or services to offer comprehensive solutions, aiming to establish a strong value proposition. As markets mature and customers become more knowledgeable, there's a shift towards preferring choice and customization. This leads to the unbundling of products and services, allowing customers to select and pay for only what they need. In response to market saturation and intense competition, companies often revert to bundling as a differentiation strategy. Rebundling can also occur when introducing new technologies or features by adding them to existing bundles to create renewed value. And it's technology shifts that often trigger shifts in bundling strategies. 
AI is one of those shifts, so it should be unsurprising that we may be moving into an unbundling phase for Microsoft. IT provider value shifts too, with regular assessments of customer needs and experiences to determine whether a bundled or unbundled approach would better serve their evolving demands. And speaking of Microsoft, they've announced that some of its corporate emails were exfiltrated by the Russian-sponsored attack group known as Midnight Blizzard. Microsoft detected the attacks, which started in late November of 2023 on January 12, 2024. The hackers initially targeted Microsoft employees tracking Russian hackers before gaining access to the email accounts of senior leadership and legal teams. Microsoft discovered the hack last week and does not believe customers or products were affected. Microsoft is taking immediate action to enhance security measures and cooperate with law enforcement and regulators. Midnight Blizzard was also responsible for the SolarWinds hack. Why do we care? It does appear that some of the cause here is good old-fashioned human error, and there's some comfort in knowing that even large, technologically advanced companies like Microsoft are vulnerable to sophisticated cyber attacks. The insight is pretty basic. This is a continual, ongoing effort. And there's another kind of IT scandal going on. The UK IT scandal involving the post office and Fujitsu is causing significant fallout. Have you yet to hear of that one? Let's quote runtime. Over the last several weeks, the UK has been rocked by the reemergence of a long-running scandal involving 700 people who were wrongfully terminated from their positions at the post office, which is a combination of FedEx and Bank of America government-run company that's apparently allowed to prosecute its employees. Those employees were convicted of stealing money from the company after its Horizon IT system, built by Fujitsu, falsely claimed that funds were missing from accounts they oversaw. Employees claimed for years that the post office and Fujitsu were aware of serious flaws in Horizon, but allowed the prosecutions to go forward anyway. Much of the story had already been reported, but the case exploded into the public consciousness in early January after a four-part television series showcased some of their stories and led to Fujitsu's European leader, Paul Patterson, apologizing for his company's actions in court Friday. Why do we care? The scandal serves as a cautionary tale for the risks of enterprise software and the need for more diligence and testing. IT companies should invest in robust quality assurance processes and create ethical guidelines for handling errors, especially in systems used for critical functions. And broadly, data accuracy matters. It's easy to be dismissive of systems that may not seem like life or death at first glance and end up having some very real-world consequences. Friday was the first day that the Apple Vision Pro was available for sale, and according to the information, some Vision Pro orders may be delayed until April, but it's unclear if this is due to high demand or limited supply. Certain headset models are still available for pickup on the launch day at select Apple retail stores in the U.S. There's also reporting on the cost of the device for repairs. The cost to repair the Apple Vision Pro without Apple Care coverage can be up to $2,399. With Apple Care, users can have multiple repair incidents for a fee of $299 each. Repair costs for a cracked covered glass are estimated at $799, while other damage repairs are estimated at that $2,399 point. 
Battery replacement fees are not specified, but Apple Care Plus covers battery replacement if the battery holds less than 80% of its original capacity. Interest in the business world for this technology is there. The U.S. Space Force has signed a $19.8 million contract with Microsoft to develop a virtual and mixed reality training environment for Space Force personnel. The contract involves the development of an augmented reality space simulation tool called the Integrated Immersive Intelligent Environment, or I3E, which will provide access to physics-based satellite behavior monitoring, intelligence analyst tools, and wargaming in a space environment. The system will utilize Microsoft's HoloLens headset, Azure Cloud Platform, and a mesh framework for sharing AR experiences. And in news that should not surprise longtime listeners, the European Parliament has commissioned a strategy urging the EU to take a leading role in shaping virtual worlds that respect EU values and apply existing rules. They emphasize the need for a level playing field, responsible use of technology, and enforcement of existing rules. The document also highlights the importance of inclusivity, accessibility, and the protection of intellectual property rights in virtual worlds. Why do we care? I'm watching for adoption numbers, and in typical Apple faction, they're going to be hard to get. Is it demand or supply chain? Let's watch. Those repair costs are no joke. Remember to factor in after-sales services as part of a product offering. The Space Force deal highlights the kind of business applications to watch for related to spatial computing. Thanks for listening. Today is Community Manager Appreciation Day, and I'm sure you interact with a few of those. Take a moment to thank them. A correction. On Tuesday the 16th, I said that the roll-up players continue to expand in reference to a purchase by Evergreen. Evergreen's strategy is an investment in individual companies, not combining them. I intended to focus on M&A players expanding rather than a comment on strategy, and I apologize for my casual wording. Got a comment, a question, thought on a story? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of the Business of Tech part of the MSP Radio Network.